Um, I, I'm making an audible here. I'm going to change my text, at least to what's from what you find in the bulletin. Um, I'm going to start reading at verse 11. So you follow uh, at verse 11. We'll finish at 16, and then we'll pick up at 20. So here we go. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself, will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all places where they have, have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the ravines and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be grazing their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the loss, I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. And the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. Verse 20. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you push with side and shoulder and thrust at all the weak with your horns till you have scattered them abroad. I will rescue my flock. They shall no longer be a prey, and I will judge between sheep and sheep, and I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord. I have spoken. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God what I've just read, that, that endures forever. Guys, I, I really love the book of Ezekiel. There's several chapters in it. You know, we just spent, uh, did a series in Ezekiel 36 for about eight weeks. I love chapter 37. I love chapter 16. Um, and I love chapter 34, all, of course, found in the book of Ezekiel. And the staff will tell you that uh, on numerous occasions in the past, when we've had staff meetings, I have, as a little short devotional, used Ezekiel 34 for a little devotional for the staff, and here's the reason why. You will notice, I didn't read this part, but you will notice in verse 2 that it says, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. This is a chapter that's written to the shepherds of Israel. And shepherds is what we consider ourselves to be as, a, as the pastoral staff here. We consider ourselves shepherds. So this is written... not exclusively, but primarily to us. It's people who are supposed to be pastoring or shepherding God's flock. Um, That's why I bring them here, or them there, or them to this chapter. But I also love it because it's so full of Jesus Christ. And let me show you that in just a minute. Guys, let me do a little quick review of the book. Um... When Ezekiel started writing his book in chapter 1, the temple was still standing. Ezekiel was an exile in Babylon, but uh, the Babylonian army had not yet defeated Jerusalem. But Ezekiel had already been dragged into captivity into Babylon. 
But between chapter 1 and chapter 34, a lot of things have happened. One big thing that happened was uh, recorded in chapter 24, where his wife dies, and he is told not to mourn her death. And he is told in chapter 24, I want you to be silent from now until the day that the temple is burned. And so in chapter 33, uh, the chapter right before our chapter, um, a fugitive escapes from Jerusalem to come to Ezekiel and tell him, Jerusalem is destroyed, the temple has been burned. And then Ezekiel begins to speak once more. And in chapter 34, he begins to speak of the restoration of God's people. After they have been destroyed, Ezekiel immediately begins to speak of their restoration. But the first topic on his list of things about restoration has to do with righteous leadership. Because the, um, the shepherds of Israel had been wicked. Um, look what he says about them in verse 4. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. Verse 6. My sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over the face of the earth with none to search or seek for them. Oh, they were supposed to be sought. They were supposed to be sought by the shepherds, but the shepherds didn't do their job. They didn't bind up the wounded. They didn't heal the injured. They didn't search for the, the, the scattered. No. What they did is that they fed off the sheep. You will notice, um, <clears throat> look at verse 3 with me. The, the imagery here has to do a lot with feeding and food. Look at verse 3. You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. Verse 8. As I live, declares the Lord God, surely because my sheep have become prey and my sheep have become food for all the wild beasts since there was no shepherd and because my shepherds have not searched for my sheep but the shepherds have fed themselves and have not fed my sheep. The shepherds were supposed to be feeding the sheep, not eating them. They were supposed to be caring for the sheep, not devouring them. They were supposed to be concerned about their well-being and their health and their their spiritual well-being, but no, no, no. The shepherds in Israel were devouring the sheep. And so God has a message for his errant people, and he says, the first thing that's going to happen is that we're going to change leadership. And then did you notice the new shepherd that he's going to, or who is going to ultimately seek the flock and feed them? Did you hear it? I tried to emphasize it. I myself. I myself. I myself. I myself. Says it five times. Those shepherds 
devoured the sheep. So I'm going I'm to give you a new shepherd. I myself will feed you. Guys, who is that new shepherd? Who is that I myself? Well, you get a hint in verse 23. You see it? My servant David. Well, that obviously doesn't refer to David, the one who slew Goliath. He's been dead for 300 years. But one from the line of David is going to ultimately shepherd the flock of God. And then you come to the New Testament. John chapter 10, verse 11. And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The shepherd that I told you was going to be the head of my flock. Jesus is that shepherd. The one predicted in Ezekiel 34 comes forward and claims to be that shepherd in John 10. And how is it, guys? How will this new shepherd, how will he feed them? He invites them to a meal. He invites the flock of God to a meal where the sick are healed and the broken are bound up and the weak are strengthened. And he offers himself at that meal. He offers his flesh and his blood as true drink and true food. Gang, this sacrament that we're about to enjoy is a reminder that the true food and the true drink is that which Christ, Christ has provided. That we as his flock are supposed to feed off of the good shepherd. We are gathering to remember that we have a shepherd that didn't devour the sheep. Oh no. He gave himself up for the sheep and then provides everything that those sheep need. All symbolized in two common elements of a broken body and a shed blood. So, O oh sheep of God, the parts of God's flock, come and be fed by the Good Shepherd. Let's pray together. Our Father, would you remind us of all the great provisions that you have made for us in the gospel. That it's not just a ticket to heaven stuck in our pocket, but it's a whole lifestyle. It's a whole... It's provision for every facet of our lives. That Jesus Christ is to be at the center of it all. And we are to feed off of Christ and Him crucified. That if the sheep are ever to be healthy, if the sheep are ever to be nourished, it will be as they feed off Christ. So Father, 
while your people gather around this table, would you allow us to find nourishment in Christ, in Christ alone? We pray, of course, in his name. Amen.